This is episode 68. Today we're having a conversation with Robert and Bill from Rusty Lion Academy. Welcome to Men of Abundance, the podcast for those looking to level up their lives by hanging out with some of the greatest leaders and established professionals in our community, living a life of integrity, honor, and the abundance mentality. Prepare to pay it forward with your host, former army medic turned lifestyle entrepreneur, Wally Carmichael. What's up? What's up, men of abundance? I am super pumped up, pumped up, pumped. What? I don't know what I am, but I know I'm pumped up. <laughs> I can't even talk right. I got so much going on right now, it's not even funny. I'm in a class, in a military class, learning some amazing stuff. I'm in this class with a couple guys from Japan, uh, a Brit, a guy from New Zealand, and a bunch of Army and Air Force folks, and even one Navy guy who's sitting right next to me, and I happen to know that guy personally, actually. I really, really enjoy being in these forums and being in these groups and learning from so many different type of men and women from all over the world. Getting to know these type of people and being in this type of environment really energizes me. I just can't say enough about it. And it's just another reason why I'm so excited to be building this Men of Abundance community because I know the power of it. I know the need to bring groups of like-minded men together in one location. and Maybe we don't all think the same, which in itself is the power of the group because we don't all think the same. We all have the same basic destination. We all have the same basic goals in life, but how we get there is truly going to depend on all of our differences to help us see things in a different manner and understand each other in a better way. And it's kind of interesting that I'm in this class because this conference that I'm in right now is just about that. It's about international relationships and how we communicate and how we interact with our nation's allies and partners. One thing that I relearned, and I say relearned because I already knew this, it was just brought to my attention again, was as I've traveled all over the world, I have had the opportunity to sit down with armies from many different nations. I've sat across the table and had vodka with Russians. I've been in Uzbekistan, Kazakhstan, Kyrgyzstan. I've been in Sinai, Egypt, where I was deployed with and I lived with 12 different nations, New Zealanders, Australians, Colombians. I worked with the Honduras Army. I've worked with armies in Uruguay, in Chile, and I can go on and on. I've been to 23 different countries on five different continents. You've heard me say that before. But here's the point that I want to make. And this is why I'm so excited about putting this group together and bringing my skills and my experience to this group along with the other men that are coming into the group as well. And that is this. Everywhere I've gone, every army that I've ever talked to, they all want two things. If just given two things from the United States military, they love our equipment because we do have some badass equipment. And make no mistake about it, our equipment is not all American. Our equipment's from all over the world too. But we have badass equipment. But the thing that they really, really emphasize that they want is they want our NCOs. They want our non-commissioned officers. They want the skills that our non-commissioned officers have. But more importantly, they want the traits that our non-commissioned officers possess. Here's the problem. We can go into these countries and we can train them every skill that we know. 
But in order for them to adopt the traits, we cannot teach the traits. We can only be an example of those traits. Those traits are learned over time. It is a culture. It is the culture that we have instilled in our non-commissioned officers corps since the very beginning. Is it perfect? Absolutely not. Our equipment's not perfect. Our training's not perfect. Our skills are not perfect. But our non-commissioned officers have a very high level of integrity, work ethics, and they just get the job done. So why am I bringing this up to you now? The reason why is in part because what you're going to hear me talk with Bill and Robert here today. Because I can teach you any skill that I know. I can teach you every single skill that I know. And I can learn some other skills that I don't know, and I can teach those to you as well. It doesn't matter what they are. And you can learn those skills, and you can go out and repeat those skills. But the difference that I've seen time and time again, every time I've worked with somebody or I've watched somebody's success or I've talked to one of these guys on Men of Abundance, is the difference between massive success, success, significance, or all-out failure. The difference is the attitude. The difference is who they are in their brain. The difference is their mindset. Do they have a scarcity mindset or an abundance mindset? This right here, this skill right here, this mindset skill, I call it a soft skill as opposed to the hard skills, the things that you can learn and then go out and do. This soft skill, this attitude, it has to be acquired over time. It's not an overnight success. You have to hang around with the people that have this mindset. You know, you've heard it many times before. You've heard me say it. I think it was Jim Rohn that originally said, you are the average of the five people you spend the most time with. The number of people don't matter. The fact of the matter is that you need to get in and hang out with people that are like-minded. So later on in this episode, I'm going to share with you exactly how you're going to be able to hang out with me, interact, and ask questions of not just myself, but others who are truly living a life of abundance and have the skills that you desire, both hard skills and soft skills. Until then, I'm excited to introduce you to our featured guest today. And what a treat it is because I'm talking with two amazing men with individual backgrounds, kick in the gut moments, and big wins that I just know are going to inspire you. And what's more, they're going to share how you're going to be able to connect with them as well. Our feature guests today are two best friends who together have over 80 years of professional experience as leaders, managers, entrepreneurs, and coaches. For many years, they've kept hearing from men who are struggling to grow their companies and careers without screwing up their lives. This is a big issue, men, so I want you to pay very close attention to this, and I'm going to read that again. They have been hearing from men who are struggling to grow their companies and careers without screwing up their lives. I'm sure that hits home with a few of you. That's why they founded the Rusty Lion Academy and developed the proprietary framework called the Launch Sequence. We're going to talk more about that in just a minute. When men master this process, they get what they want most in the most important areas of their lives. And when they do, they live present and fulfilled while still making the big impact they were put on this earth for. Now, our featured guests today are looking for business owners, leaders, and entrepreneurs between the ages of 30 and 49 with unrealized potential who want to be more than they've become. Men of Abundance, I'm very excited and it's my honor to introduce you to Robert Malone and Bill Watkins. Robert and Bill, welcome to Men of Abundance. It's so exciting to have you guys on. 
And you too, absolutely, my friend. We're excited to be on today. <laughs> Where are you guys at in the world? I'm uh, looking at about three feet of snow in Jackson, Wyoming. I'm right outside of Atlanta, Georgia. Oh, you know, you're right. You're not too far from where my son is at. My son is at uh, Fort Stewart, Georgia. Oh, yeah. Mm-hmm. Absolutely. Probably two hours. Yeah. yeah, yeah, about two hours. I like Atlanta. I had a chance to go down there a couple times uh, while I was on active duty when I was with the, uh, I was in, uh, at a, worked at a medical center in El Paso, Texas, but we had what we refer to as backfill units. They would come in and backfill our docks who would get deployed. So I got a chance to go to the reserve conference every year down in Atlanta, Georgia, and go hang around in Buckhead and all those cool places. Yeah. Pretty neat place. Fun place. Yes, it is. it is. I think he might be in a better place, though, but that's okay. <laughs> <laughs> and, Bill, I, you know, I love looking at the snow. You know, I love the snow, but, uh, you know, I, I prefer looking at it on TV from over here. Yeah, you prefer looking at uh, three feet of sand. Yeah, indeed. So, you know, guys, before I get we get too much into the show and in our conversation, uh, I like to start the show out basically the same way. I start pretty much every single morning, which is with an attitude of gratitude. What do you guys have to be grateful for today? I was actually thinking about that just a few minutes ago. My oldest son is really sick. He's got like a flu bug going on. And uh, he sent me a text and he was not in a good mood, <laughs> and uh, which is understandable. He's got a fever and all that. And so I just said to him, think of three things that you're super happy for, and then just tell God how happy you are to have those. And so he said his dog... Uh, that he was able to get to the doctor and his dad. And so I was very happy to be included in that. So I'm going to use his three if that's okay. That's perfectly fine. I love it. I had my, uh, my our, our children were out here visiting us for the uh, holidays. They left, let's see, all of them left Friday. The boys uh, drove uh, back to the East Coast. And when they were in Kansas... Their car had been serviced here locally, uh, and uh, they'd done the brakes, and apparently the shop had only finger-tightened the right rear lugs on the wheel. And Mm -hmm. so in Kansas, the wheel literally fell off the car, and they drove on three wheels and one uh, brake drum Mm -hmm. uh, to no injuries. And the type of damage that they could fix at the local Autopot store. I am grateful that my sons had a uh, brush with a very dangerous situation, and uh, they they only had a couple hundred dollars out of the bucket, but no uh, damage. Wow! Yeah, that is definitely something to be grateful for, mm-hmm. and pretty Darn scary. Right. But I'm glad everything worked out. Totally, totally. Thank you. So, guys, you know, as before we got started with the show, I mentioned a little bit about you guys and what you guys have been up to, but I like to hear it directly from the guests. And here on Men of Abundance, we like to get to know the man behind the greatness, behind the abundance, and we like to hear it directly from you. So let's get a little bit personal. Bill, you want to go first? No, I'm going to throw, I'm going to throw you okay. a pitch. You I know it. you like a, a right side uh, leaning in fastball, so here you go. Well, um Glad you asked that, and let me just kind of throw it out there. I was born and raised in Charlotte, North Carolina, so I am a Southern guy, and I say words like y'all sometimes, and I can't help that. But uh, anyway, I was in the restaurant um, industry for about 20, not quite 25 years, and then in software for about eight years, and back in 2002, 
hired a coach and just I was tired of corporate America and wanted to do something else. And uh, he helped me determine really quickly that I wanted to, uh, number one, speak, and number two, coach. And so he helped me go down that path. And five months later, I'd actually left uh, the software business, a real nice career, and started what I do now. So that was back in 2003 was actually when I started. So it's been about 14, what, maybe even longer, 14 years ago, I I guess. Mm -hmm. But uh, I was married for... 26 years to my third grade sweetheart uh, she got we actually had three sons uh together and she got cancer back in 2002 yeah 2002 and actually uh passed away from cancer in 2005 and i got really smart and i um uh asked god for the right thing again and he brought it to me and i got remarried in 2007 to my wife uh sandy and mm-hmm. we, um, I actually was able to pick up two more kids. So our oldest child now is 36, and our youngest child, if you want to call him that, is 30, no, 28 years old. And so we have grown kids, five grown kids, and um, also have a granddaughter. So that's really who I am. I love, 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 love what you're doing. And I mm. think our hearts are very, very similar. Uh, Bill and I both feel like we're called to help men. We, we don't feel like it. We know it. It's, it's definitely a calling to uh, help men just uh, live really lives of freedom. And so many these days are living lives of uh, almost slavery, I guess you could say. And they're, they're slaves to different things. And they're also uh, slaves many times to their work. So we try to help them with that, too. Totally. Mm-hmm. Totally agree. Mm-hmm. Now, Wally, I normally am introduced and identified as Robert's best friend. Mm-hmm. Occasionally, people use my name, uh, but that, that's my claim to fame. Right. Um, but in a former life, uh, I I'm I'm, was a West Point graduate, a uh, decorated Army officer, a uh, fast-promoted corporate America executive, and then ultimately became a, um, an entrepreneur in the 90s, early 90s, and along the way uh, was a world-class athlete uh, in bicycling. And... I'm currently married to uh, Donna, my high school or college sweetheart, and uh, we have uh, two grown children, uh, one of them married, so we have an awesome son-in-law, one of the guys I was telling you about who uh, was driving our, his car back east and had that, had that hiccup in uh, their driving time. And I live in Jackson, Wyoming, because I love outdoors, I love adventure, and I like to make it part of my life. Now, I want to agree with Robert uh, in two things, uh, Wally. Number one, we we are kindred spirits. We When we were invited on your show, we were truly privileged and excited, thrilled even, because um, you say men of abundance, we say men of freedom. Mm-hmm. And uh, you say pay it forward, we call it giving back. But the principles are the same, and, and they're part of our coaching. They're part of our our uh, free content that we share uh, anytime we're asked. They're part of our keynote addresses on stage. And and so we're, we're believers in exactly what you're doing. And, um, and the second thing I would say is I totally agree with Robert. We are called to this. This is what we have been gifted to do, built to do. It's what our passion is. It runs so deep in us that we literally jump uh, out of bed in the morning 
to um, connect with men like you, men like our clients, men in our audience. Uh, we're 62-ish years old. 61 and, for me. So I don't want well, to I said 62-ish. <laughs> but I mean, we are, we are at doing our best work right now at a time when many of our peers are looking to wind down their contribution. Uh, we're, we're winding it up. Like a, uh, like a big they're problem. they're retiring, Wally, and we're refiring. I love totally. it. Totally, guys. Seriously, thanks a lot for that. You know, uh, mentioning that because I'm, I, I really can't recall. I tried to, and I it just it was a calling. It just something that just came to me. I was in the process of getting an idea to writing a book, uh, living a life of abundance. Once I realized that I am in fact living a life of of abundance. And then something yep. just clicked in me and said, you know what? Other men want to live this way. I know it. I see it. You know, it's all over the place. Mm-hmm. And it, it, where I came up with it, I just sat down and decided to do that. And ever since then, I've been consistently introduced either directly, indirectly, however way, on social media, or just somebody just came into my life, like guys like you. And I've been aligning mm-hmm. myself with so many amazing people around the world. It, I just can't believe it. It's hard to believe mm-hmm. um, that I'm having conversations with guys like you uh, after building this podcast and building this audience and this community. And it's amazing that you know there's other guys out there doing things like this uh, to help lift up other men. And I, and I love it. Well, we have, we have a, if you wouldn't mind me throwing this out there, but we have a podcast th- called The Lion's Den for Businessmen. Exact same thing. Uh, mm. w- w- what I mean by that, Wally, is like I feel proud um, and honored, really, to be able to interview the guys that I get to, to interview. Same thing you feel. And there's this instant connection almost over a podcast like this to where you really do become friends very quickly. And so I think you and I, and Bill too, we're, we're enjoying some of the best that life has to offer just through these podcasts. Yeah, totally. Absolutely. Mm-hmm. It's, a, it's an amazing medium, you know, and, and being able to do that. I would have never mm-hmm. been able to have a conversation with guys like you, you know, possibly, not in recording the conversation and then sharing it with so many other men. And then, of course, I recently had a conversation with Dave Sanderson, who was the last guy mm-hmm the last passenger to get off the plane that landed in the Hudson. I'm sure you guys know who I'm talking about. Him and Mm -hmm. I have become very close friends. We've talked a couple of times on the Mm. phone and he's introduced me to some amazing people. I'm just blown away by that whole idea. Once, once realizing that I had an abundant mindset or I always had an abundant mindset and I live a life of abundance, so much more started coming. So how did you two get connected? How did you end up the best of friends? Well, it goes back to 1997, probably. Seven, I think. Might have been 97. Uh, I lived in uh, Lawrenceville, Georgia. I was a newly anointed entrepreneur starting my company in uh, late 93, uh, quitting my job in 94. I had two young children, two and four. I was 40-some-odd years old, former world-class athlete, and I was spinning out of control uh, in life. Uh, you know, I mean, you, you can imagine, here's this uh, West Pointer decorated Army officer, world-class athlete, who had bitten off what he felt like was way more than he could chew as, a, as an entrepreneur, as a, as a provider for his family, as a husband. And um, for whatever reason, and I do not know, 
I was not a church attending man at that time. I went to a local church and uh, went a few times, sat in the back. I think I took my family. I thought it would be good for all of us, uh, more good for me, but I didn't, I didn't say that. And um, during one or two of the services, there was a men's group offered. And I, at that time in my life, I was the biggest lone wolf that you could ever imagine, which I think a lot of men are, but um, I didn't need help from anybody. I didn't have any close friends, and um, that was just the way I was raised, and it's what West Point taught me, and, and et cetera, and so on. But for whatever reason, I went to the men's group, and that men's group was led by Robert Mallon. And um, <laughs> Robert remembers uh, for, for a months i sat in the back of the room and didn't say a darn word uh, but through uh, robert we we became friends and we've been lifelong treasured friends ever since then well i'll tell you I, at, number one i want to uh, thank you for your service and that's a, no easy feat to get through west point and then you know have a very amazing career as an off as an army officer that's those who don't know uh, I just want to tell you that's a huge accomplishment, and then to go on to be a amazing athlete as well. And I call that divine intervention. You and you ended up in that mm-hmm. men's group. Uh, that's my term for it. Yep. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I think it. I think it was, and and whatever prompted Robert to uh, from the front of the stage to look way in the back of the room at this big hulking guy that didn't say a thing and call me out, so to speak, and invite me to lunch. Um, I'm I'm grateful every day for that, and um, we've we've done uh, life. We've done the highs of life. We've done the deep, deep lows of life. You heard Robert lost his first wife, Lee. We went through all of that. We went through wayward children. We went through business struggles, career changes, and I I know that you know this, Wally, and I know you talk about it in your podcast to men. There's probably nothing more impactful in a man's life next to his wife and his kids than his best friend, another man uh, alongside him. And I found that value, uh, thankfully, way back then. Yeah, that's a wonderful thing. Well, let's get into that. You mentioned a little bit about the downs in life, and I don't like to highlight these, but I do like to point out Mm. that anybody who is just doing amazing things with their life or has done anything in life, they've had multiple uh, kick in the gut moments that have been learning experiences totally. along the way. So I would love to hear one of those kick in the gut moments from either or both of you. Well, I'll just give a general answer. I'd love Robert. He's so good at this uh, as a public, you know, speaker, professional speaker. But um, today, one of our team put on Facebook uh, a graphic that says every lion has scars. That's why he's the king of the jungle. And uh, they attributed that to me, and it's one reason why we named our business Rusty Lion Academy. Um, Wally, we believe that um, from the the struggles of a man's uh, biggest setbacks and his biggest failures comes the seeds of his greatest success. And we have that personally in so many stories that we share with our audience and with our clients. And I think what we want to do is, um, and then I want to hand the, the, the bat to Robert, is we want to reframe in a man's mind the word failure. Mm-hmm. Now, I, I grew up, and then I went to West Point, and then the Army threw jet fuel on it. Um, here's what I heard. 
my dad was career military and a couple of wars himself. And so what I heard as a young boy and then as a young teenager at West Point and a cadet and all that was when, when I heard when uh, West Pointers fail, men die. And I, I attri- then I, I morphed that in my own mind to anytime you fail, men die, so to speak. And I could never, never fail in my life. I never allowed myself failure. And I, and I won a lot of things, but I, like, was a human being, I failed a lot. But this was a dysfunctional attitude. What, what we mean by every lion has scars is the king of the jungle, if you get up close, which we don't recommend, you will see that he's been in battles. Those battles made him the smarter lion, and they made him the king of the jungle. Now, when a guy says, there is no failure in my life, there's only education, now all of a sudden, he's becoming the best man he can become. Agreed. Very well said. I really like that, Bill. Really like that. You know, you were talking about a kick in the gut, and um, my parents divorced when I was eight years old, and so I was raised by my mother, and I had an older sister. And I was kind of, uh, we lived in a nice middle-class neighborhood in Charlotte, North Carolina, but uh, around seventh grade, around 13 years old or so, uh, I definitely had two different paths I could go down. And so I was blessed to have three men in my life at different times in my life who really, really got me going in the right direction. And, you know, for some reason, Bill, you and I have never talked about this because I just had this thought this weekend coming back to Atlanta uh, but those guys made me feel that I mattered. <clears throat> and as a 13-year-old, 14-year-old, 15-year-old who was playing with drugs and stuff like that, these guys literally made me feel like my life, life mattered and that I was worth something. And um, so fast forward to 2002, uh, I was in a car one day and I was waiting outside of a, a big manufacturing company for um, an appointment that I had with the HR director, but it was software related. You know, I was with a software company at that point. And the telephone rang at about 20 till 2, and it was my wife. And she had felt a lump about a week before and had gone in and got a biopsy. But she called and she asked me where I was, and I told her where I was. And she said, "Uh, would you have a minute? And I was like, absolutely. And she said, "Um, Robert, I've got stage for breast cancer and um, I, I had no idea what that meant I didn't know that anything about stages or anything like that but uh, she started crying and I started crying and uh, <clears throat> I can't remember anything else that we said but at the end of that um, I looked up at the ceiling of the car and I said God, I need to hear from you right now. And it's the only time I've ever (laughs) uh, demanded anything of God, but I just said, I got to hear from you right this second. Was Bill alluded to a little bit earlier, I was running a a men's ministry. I'm not a minister, but I was just running a big group of guys. And the week before, I'd given them a Bible verse, and it was on a business card. And I looked down, and I'd put that business card right where my speedometer was, and it said this, it was Isaiah 41.10, so do not fear, for I am with you. Do not be afraid, for I am your God. I will strengthen you, and I will help you. 
I will uphold you with my righteous right hand. Obviously, I memorized that, you know. When I read that, though, I was like, okay, I get it, you know. Immediately, I called three men, uh, Bill Watkins, a guy named Corey Baker, and a guy named Colonel Harold Huff. And I talked with each one of them, and they started carrying me for the next three years. And so you're talking about a kick in the gut. She seriously was my third grade sweetheart. Uh, we fell in love in Mrs. Leopold's class mm-hmm. in third grade at Cotswold Elementary School. Uh, but I think because those three men poured into me, I was smart enough to know that I needed to be surrounded by some strong men. And I had no idea that anything like that was going to happen. But I'll just say this to your uh, your audience. God doesn't promise you a life, you know, free from pain. And many, many, many times those hardships that you go through are some of the best learning lessons that you'll ever have. But you need other people around you to help you get through those because sometimes you're just not strong enough to do it by yourself. Totally. And, yeah, totally. And so that's that's one of the kick in the guts I've had. I can tell you this. That, let, let me finish by just saying this. I'm right in the middle of a book right now called On Fire. And it's about a young man who was um, um, he was burned over 100% of his body when he was seven years old. And he's actually telling the story when he's in his mid-30s. Everything good that has happened in his life happened because of that horrible accident when he was a kid. And he's the man he is today because of that. And so I think hopefully you guys would agree with me that many, many, many times if you get the right mindset, the bad, bad stuff is really some of the best stuff in your life as far as growth Mm -hmm. goes. Totally. Totally agree with you, Robert. Yeah, it really is. I mean, all three of us are avid readers, I know, and, and we study many men and women and just about every beautiful story out there everything of abundance came from something of a kick in the gut moment of sorts mm-hmm. to say the totally. least i mean just about every single one of them and and it yeah. seems like the worse the story the most the the more magnificent the follow-on life is after that and the blessings it's it's hard mm-hmm. to imagine at the time and the moment and i know some people right now personally that are going through mm-hmm. some horrendous things in their life right now um Mm-hmm. And and the, the being in the military for 25 years, and not just that, I know people who are not military who have PTSD and have other mental issues, and many of them are just trying to do it alone. And I do what I can to reach out mm-hmm. and send people to them. I've sent people from mm-hmm. that are, I knew somebody in San Antonio who was having a hard time. And because of the group that I have <laughs> built here, I have con- contacted somebody else who I knew was a pastor or a, was actually a deacon. Uh, just literally down the street from this individual, I said, hey, I called him. I said, hey, can you go give this guy a call and see what you can do? Mm-hmm. And now they're like best of friends. You know, I see them all the time talking with each other on on Facebook and whatnot. And it's it, we just need that, man. Abundant leaders, I'm talking to you right now. Listen to what Robert and Bill are saying. You absolutely have to have at least that one man in your life that can hold you up, be the person that you can have no fear of crying on their shoulder um, sharing these type mm-hmm. of stories with and these type of experiences because it's only going to make you stronger. Totally. It's, a, it's not weakness, it's strength. It really is. Women, for women 
the the women in your audience, Wally, are are like, duh, right? Exactly. <laughs> of course, exactly. <laughs> you know, and the guys in there, a lot of them are shaking their heads like I used to do. Wally, I want to say this. Two things. Number one, one of the reasons why I never reached out uh, back when I was thirty and forty years old is because I felt very very alone. I felt like I was the only guy who was struggling or who who failed here's the truth all that is is a curtain across somebody's stage to look good any man who who professes that he has never failed never had a setback is either a wimp and he's never tried anything hard in his life and he's just sat in his lazy boy chair or he's a liar I want every man in your audience right now to know that all of us out there are struggling deeply and sometimes failing catastrophically, big time. And that when you reach out, not only do you gain strength from that knowledge, but you give strength to that guy at a time when he probably needs it. It's a beautiful thing when, when we guys actually grab onto that and 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 amp up our life and pour some jet fuel on it by building a relationship <laughs> it's almost like you're reading right out of my journal i write stuff like mm-hmm. that in i did i did read time. i did read yeah, your did. journal you sent it to so, us earlier you sent it yeah. to us and i finished the manuscript so <laughs> that was on accident but uh, i'm glad you got it Oops. uh no good stuff man it, it really is it we, we're so in line we're so in line. It's so beautiful. Now, we could sit here and talk forever without a doubt. And I know sure. we're going to end up talking. We're going to end up having many more conversations in the future. But I want to respect your guys' time. Uh, one thing I'd like to know is, you know, based on what you guys are doing now, two things, actually, before we get into the pay it forward round. And that is, how did you two end up coming up with the podcast and with what you're doing now together? And I'd love to hear at least one good news story. I know you've got many. Robert, Actually, what? can I tell about the, the 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 name of the podcast real quick, Bill, and then totally. you go into it because Bill doesn't like talking about this. Bill um, Bill's like a freak, okay, and I say that with the utmost respect. <laughs> back in 2009, he set a goal of um, getting back on the championship stage of a professional bike race of some sort, okay, but uh, mm-hmm. world class or nationwide. And so he started training back then, and he actually ended up coming up with a blog called Rust, The Rusty Lion. Mm. And so he started just talking about his, you know, his training and all that type of stuff. Well, it re- really resonated with people. Well, in 2011, Bill won at age, what, Bill, 57 or 6? 57. 57. He won the men's national championship, and he was racing against professionals in their 20s and 30s. It's like nuts, okay? But 2012, Bill sold his companies and decided to somewhat, we'll call it retire, but we knew that was ne- never going to happen. And then in 2013, what happened, Bill? Well, in 2013, uh, I had been wrestling back and forth, actually, with you. Mm-hmm. on uh, what what to do next and and um, at the end of the year uh, maybe it was in November I was in my morning quiet time and all I heard was you and Robert need to do this thing together we had been talking about how to help each other so Robert ha- had been 
mentoring and coaching public speaking for 15 years by then and I was had been training my leaders uh, in my companies but we were both exploring how to just help each other and and I remember picking up the phone at whatever hour it was out here in Wyoming and I called Robert I said Robert I don't know why I'm doing this but I think we should combine forces and um, Robert said no how dare you ask me to do that with you he said that'll never happen no anyway we we entered into a discussion at that time yeah Mm -hmm. his it's it's kind of strange wally but his strengths are definitely my weaknesses and some of my strengths are his weaknesses totally and and we we both just kind of knew that and so that's how we started rusty lion academy and again we both had the um we, we deal specifically with men between the ages of 30 and 49 most mm-hmm. of them are business owners some of them are like top leaders within companies but they're they're all struggling with how do i keep doing what i'm doing at work and not totally screw my life up so we always grow their businesses while at the same time helping them have great lives mm-hmm. and so it goes back to what we said at the very beginning it's what we're called to do i wish we weren't called that way wally you know what i mean it's sometimes it feels like a burden uh, mm-hmm. in, in a good way but it really does like there's nothing else we're supposed to be doing besides this. And I know you feel the same way. Yeah. And it, I get what you're saying too about that, about how, you know, it does sometimes feel like a burden because when I, I when I decide that I'm going to do what I can to help somebody, I take that very personally uh, and mm-hmm. very seriously. Mm-hmm. So, yeah. So go ahead. Well, I was just going to give you a win Wally um, because I think a lot of men in your, your audience might be in our sweet spot, you know, business owners, key executives, thirties, forties, fathers, husbands, and they're, they're trying to get a lot done and it's fast moving. And, and so uh, sometimes that'll beat you up. And sometimes the, 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 the failures and the setbacks will really beat a man up. And we need men to be powerful. We need men to be king of the jungles in their, in their jungle. I want to read you something that I got from a, a prospect. We, we offer uh, free brainstorming sessions. We, uh, we call them freedom breakthrough sessions. Every man wants more freedom. And um, uh, a, a man sends me a, or a man sends us a quick application. And here's what a guy wrote me last week, uh, right before the call, kind of to give me some background information. He says, by the way, I'm much worse off than you could ever imagine. Frankly, I think I'm the kind of project you should avoid. Then he goes on to tell me some more. And he says, every time I hear you guys talk on your podcast about A players, I'm ashamed. I'm not one. Yes, I had my moments as one, but right now I'm not even in the the C player game. And then he, 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 uh, concludes he says i'm in a prison of my own making i can't get myself out you need to avoid me this mm-hmm. literally broke my heart because it was me uh you know tw- 30 40 years ago and i had the curtain drawn off so everybody saw me as the medal winning world-class athlete or the decorated uh, army officer uh, the West Point graduate who graduated you know in the top one percent of his class I had so much success it just oozed out of my skin but if you pulled the curtain back I was writing that email and I literally got on the phone with this guy and here's 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 the good news I said listen I need you right now as much as you need me I need you to win 
And so I don't know what that looks like this year, but you need to sign up and you need to lean in. We're going to change your life and you're going to change my life. And he did. He signed up for coaching with Robert and I. And so from from my point of view in the most recent past, that is a massive win. Where a guy who's stuck looking in the mirror and and being his biggest critic to shift over. Now, he hasn't changed his life yet. And he's not his greatest cheerleader yet. But you know what? He leaned in enough and he stepped over the line. And that is how Robert and I win, one man at a time. And I'm talking to the guys in your audience right now who want to go big, who listen to your podcast because they want a life of abundance, they want to pay it forward, but they're stuck right now. And I'm telling them, whether it's us, whether it's you, Wally, whether it's countless other uh, resources out there to come alongside a man when he's sitting on the stool in his boxing ring corner, getting the crap beat out of him when he steps in for three minutes. We're the guys that say, no, you can do it. Throw that right cross, duck more, whatever our advice is. We want those men to win and, and get their, get the medal around their, get the belt around their waist. And I'm going to reiterate that go with who you resonate with. It's important for you to experience mm. as many experiences as you possibly can. And the way you can do that these days is so easy through books, courses, podcasts. Get out there, experience it, find out who you resonate with, and then connect with them on the greatest level that you possibly can. Mm-hmm. It's just extremely important. Totally. I really don't care. I really do, do not feel like you're cheating on me or anything by going to get mm-hmm. a hold of their podcast. Because I'm telling you right now, I listen to their podcast. I listen to many other people. I listen to women's podcasts, for that matter, because let's let's face it, man, uh, we have a lot to learn from women. Uh, So that's why I like to have women on the show as well. Guys, uh, at this point, I want to go ahead and and, uh, pay it forward. You ready for that? Absolutely. I know you're really digging this conversation so far, and you're really getting into it, and I appreciate that. But I just want to take about a minute and share with you some information about our upcoming members-only Men of Abundance Society. Right now we have the Men of Abundance Community, which is free and it's open to you on Facebook. You just have to go to menofabundance.com, click on the members only link, and you will get access. Just click on the green button once it opens up to Facebook and I'll give you access. Too easy. We have some great conversations in there. We're talking about the importance of living a life of abundance. And we've got a few special guests in there. We've got a lot of great conversations going on. And I welcome all conversations in the group. But here in the very near future, the Men of Abundance Society is going to open up to the public. It's going to open up to you first. When I say you, I mean those of you who are in the Men of Abundance community are going to be the founding members of the Men of Abundance Society. Well, a few of you are anyway, those of you who take advantage of it. And you're going to get special pricing that you are going to enjoy for a lifetime. And what you're going to have access to in the Men of Abundance Society is more expert information. You're going to have videos. You're going to have audios. All of my best work is going to be shared in the Men of Abundance Society for that membership only. So the way that you're going to be able to get first crack at that is to go ahead and go over to the Men of Abundance community Get access to the community, and as soon as the Men of Abundance Society launches, you're going to be the first to know, and you're going to be the first to be able to get access to that as a founding member. I really look forward to having you over there. So for right now, go to menofabundance.com 
click on the link up on top that says members only get access to our private facebook community and you'll be all set all right let's get back to the conversation outstanding so give our abundant leaders one to three actionable steps that they can take today more than what you've already given so far bill go ahead go first <laughs> okay great we have a, a worksheet, Wally, that we're happy to share with your audience that actually empowers them and instructs them on how to control their mornings. Controlling your morning is the seed to every successful person's mm-hmm. day. And there isn't one person that we know of, we learn from, that we've helped or interviewed or whatever that doesn't list that as one of their top uh, actions in life. So I would say to pay it forward, you need to bring your best game. And the way to bring your best game is to start off in the morning. Mm-hmm. Absolutely. I'll give you. I'll, let me give you one. Yeah, one. One more personally, but uh, th- there's a thing that Bill and I talk about with with our folks. Uh, you have old friends, so those are like people that you you know maybe grew up with, and you know depending on your age, it might not even seen them in the last twenty, thirty years or so. But you know them; they know you. Then you have what's called maintenance friends, and maintenance friends are people that you run into a lot, maybe around town, you know, maybe you're in civic organizations with them. Maybe a lot of those people would be people you work with. But then you have this thing that we call treasured friends, mm-hmm. and I want you to picture like a uh, maybe your wife's jewelry box on her cabinet, you know, and it's just beautiful, and she's got the best of the best in that. Mm-hmm. Uh, determine, let's say two or three men who you would love to have as a, as we call it, treasured friend, give them a call. And I actually did this years back, Wally, and it actually worked great. I said, you know what, man, I've always so enjoyed, you know, being around you. You're an awesome person, all this. I want you to know that it's my intention that we're going to grow old together and we're going to be friends until the day that I die. And each one of them said, dude, I love that, man. And so I was very intentional, but just make that phone call to those two or three friends. Tell them you want to do life with them. It's, it's not stupid. It's, I mean, it takes strength to do that kind of stuff. I guarantee you they will respond in a very, very positive way. Very positive. Yeah, I love it. Absolutely love it. I would say my two would be, uh, we just did a podcast on it today. Um, Wally is don't set New Year's resolutions mm. set e- end of the year visions in other words we, we teach a technique of goal setting of, of segment intending of, of creating your reality 12 months into the future now it's 11 months and, and 2 weeks or something like that and there's a particular technique that you know we didn't invent this I mean it's, it's, it's just smart life planning and goal setting so i would say get really good at that don't just say i'm going to get healthier say on december 31st 2017 i weigh 206 pounds or whatever your your particular goal is and the second thing i i'm i'm going to say and it's the last thing i'll say unless you ask more questions is Hmm. celebrate yourself when you win when you lose get over it Mm -hmm. Get over it fast. And when you win, celebrate hard and celebrate loud and celebrate big. If it's a if it's a little win, still celebrate. And if it's a massive win, celebrate huge. Get in the habit of cheering yourself on through celebration. And pull in your wife, uh, if necessary, pull in your kids. You got a promotion. You got a new customer. 
you lost some weight, whatever it is, get your friends involved. But you need to create a life of celebration and not a life of continuous criticism. Absolutely. 100% agree. So you already mentioned quite a few habits uh, in getting the morning started. What other daily habits make the biggest impact in your life? Bill and I are both big, big readers, uh, so we, we do read a lot. I can't say we read a lot of hours, but we read a lot, and we go through a lot of books every year. I would say that would be a huge one. Uh, we both are majorly into exercise and fitness. Um, I'm not going to say that's an everyday, but that's at least a four- or five-day-a-week thing for me. Uh, those are two big ones right there. And then taking time every day, 15 minutes with my wife where there's no phone, we're sitting down, we're just holding hands and connecting. Totally. I, I Robert, uh, one of the things that we're strong proponents of is excellent health. Excellent health is not just fitness. Excellent health includes a healthy nutritional lifestyle. I did not say diet, by the way. Uh, good hydration, uh, meditation, quiet time, we call it white time, but one of the things that almost to a man, every one of our clients who signs up is not doing is sleeping enough. Mm-hmm. And, I, and I think there is enough scientific research out there, guys, <clears throat> that if you're not sleeping seven, between seven and eight hours a night, and you're not having, you're not creating an environment for quality sleep, you are so cheating yourself your business, your family, your coworkers, that you have no idea what a um, halfway performer you're bringing to your game. You're, you're walking out on the field as an injured player rather than a star player. Perfect, exactly right. And creating that environment is, in fact, a science, and, and we talk about that quite a bit. Now, you mentioned uh, your avid readers. What book would you recommend to our abundant leaders and why? Robert, I'm going to tee off with one of our favorites, uh, Essentialism by Greg McKeon. We, Robert has a, a podcast episode if you want to get more on Greg. If you have not read that book, you need to immediately order it, and you need to put it on your I'm going to read this book every year bookshelf. <laughs> There's another one to add to my list. Yeah, I'll give you another one. Just finished this book last, last week, but it's called Deep Work. Mm. The guy's name is Cal Newport. Uh, tremendous book. Uh, read 40 books last year. That was definitely the top book I read last year. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Perfect. So here's my last question for you guys. And this is basically the premise of the whole show. What does living a life of abundance mean to you? I'm going to grab Steel. that, Robert. You take it, brother. Freedom. Mm-hmm. I believe every man... Uh, starts his business, enters into his career to build freedom uh, for himself uh, and his family. Uh, Yes, they want to build impact and they want to make the world a better place. But first, they want to achieve freedom. And freedom freedom is financial freedom, time freedom, location freedom. Freedom for your family to do the things that, that, that they want to do. Uh, there's just so many freedoms that I, I, I think we enter into it uh, with great intention. And then what happens is our work, our careers, our companies, they slap a ball and chain uh, on our ankle. And we end up dragging that um, through life anchored at work. And, and so there's a small disconnect, but still um, the abundant lifestyle that you speak about so well, Wally, 
we believe links directly to freedom. Agreed. Beautiful. So we're going to close this up. And uh, if you could leave us with a quick parting piece of guidance and any way that we can reach you and anything you guys are excited about that's coming up. I would just say, number one, get at or number one and only is get out of your comfort zone and stay out of it. Mm. Mm, life on the edge is so sweet as long as you don't fall off the edge. <laughs> um, <laughs> yeah. the, the way to <clears throat> I think the way to stay in touch with us, uh, Wally, is 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 uh, to go to our website, RustyLionAcademy.com, all one word, and and just sign up to join uh, join us. Get our weekly content uh, to uh, listen to our Roberts podcast, Lions Den for Businessmen. And if you like what Wally is doing, you may like what we're doing too. And if you have two, uh, three people, Robert, me, and Wally, talking into your life, you're probably going to be. Uh, ahead of the game of your peers. And the second thing, uh, Wally, I just want to reemphasize that we do offer uh, totally free, uh, very beneficial, very valuable, uh, what we call Freedom Breakthrough Sessions. You can sign up on our website. It's rustylionacademy.com forward slash freedom hyphen breakthrough. And uh, you can make an application to talk to us for 30 to 45 minutes. We focus on uh, handing you uh, a big idea. We, we, we do hundreds and hundreds of these calls. We've talked to really, really smart people. It thrills us um, to hear your biggest struggle, your greatest opportunity, and then unlock uh, or give you a resource or something, unlock the pathway to uh, resolving it or pouring jet fuel on it. I appreciate that. And I'm going to have all of that listed in the show notes at menofabundance.com. Uh, and you'll mm-hmm. be able to find that right there. And I'm telling you guys, anytime somebody, I tell you this all the time, when somebody offers you an opportunity to get on the phone and have a conversation with them, especially guys like Robert and Bill, do it. I'm telling you right now, I'm going to do it uh, because I don't have it all figured out. <laughs> and I'm always looking to learn from other men and at least you know learn other processes and see what other guys are doing for other men. It only benefits me and it benefits you. That's always my goal. Something I can do to benefit my family and myself and then something I can carry on and pay it forward to all of you. Uh, So I'm going to take advantage of that myself. Guys, it's been a pleasure. It's been wonderful as I knew it would be. And uh, I want you guys to have an amazing day and an amazing 2017. Thank you, Wally. It's been a privilege. Thank you, Wally. And aloha to you. Aloha. Well, there you have it, Abundant Leaders, another one for the books, another great conversation for you to come back and listen to and share with other men who you know need this information. As always, I appreciate you sticking around to the end. Now, what I would love for you to do is go over to menofabundance.com, click on that Members Only tab at the top of the page, and go become a member of our private Facebook group. And if you feel up to it, introduce yourself, tell us why you're there, what you're looking to get out of the group, and if not, just hang out, see what's going on. We'd love to have you. Now, go out and live your life of abundance, and make sure to pay it forward. That's all for today, Abundance Leaders. For more about our guests and the powerful information we shared with you today, be sure to sign up for our mailing list at menofabundance.com. We appreciate your time and look forward to hanging out with you on our next episode. So until then, be sure to pay it forward and live your life of abundance.